0: right it is great to see all of you and yes um i'm gonna say a prayer for the night but also we have been in touch with um, the church leaders in lebanon and as you've maybe seen in the news there is incredible protests going on and they really would like you to be praying for their safety Uh, the government and the economy is just really unstable And I know a special little prayer request is our sister, Therese, is trying to get to her mom, who has health issues, but because of all the protesting, it's not safe to get to where her mom is. So there's just a lot of needs there. It's very um, unsettling and scary over there right now. So I'm going to pray for that and just pray for a few other needs that are on my heart and maybe on your heart as well. And uh, and yeah, in what Kelsey was saying about the marriage retreat, we have 60 couples in the region registered, but only 36 at the hotel. So we do know not everyone will stay at the hotel, but just make sure if you have registered, you do also need to do the hotel. Yes, Erin? Erin? Okay, yes, we are going to move back the, the, the hotel. We can't get extended. We did try. That is final in two days, the discounted rate. Um, but the registration, we will keep open longer. So we'd really like, if people register for the retreat by November 1st, then they'll be guaranteed um, a gift bag. But we can't guarantee. But we'll keep it open, even that visitors can come at the door. Um, We have a big enough room that we can take people. It's more that our own Don Tazai is putting together these really special gift bags. And it is hard if everyone waits till the last minute. So um, yes, Michelle. Yep. Wow. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying to see if I've got my thing on, too. Josh, I just move it, or Sarah, move it forward or back to turn this on? Okay. Yeah. Slide up. Okay. I'm trying to see the red light. But, okay. Do you think the batteries are maybe out? I'll I'll maybe let him look at that. All right. We'll go ahead and, uh, sorry about that. Thank you. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, pray for tonight. Thank you. That was so easy for you. That's okay. (laughs) Oh God, thank you for Josh. I so appreciate him. Just so appreciate even that he's come to all of our women's midweeks and really driven very far to just help us have a great evening. So I really thank you for him. And God, there's just so many things on our hearts. There's so many Good news and blessings we do. Thank you so much for the news that Michelle just shared. And we thank you so much for all the people that came out to our Harvest Festival and and just felt so encouraged by the family that we love here. I do thank you so much for everyone in here that really worked so hard to put that together. And so thank you for all the blessings. I do thank you even that my brother-in-law is home right now and just thinking about where I was at a week ago at this time. It's just such a, it is a miracle. So thank you. And yet God, I know that our hearts are heavy with different things too. And I I really do want to lift up Lebanon in a special way and just all the unrest that's going on around the world. And um, I am grateful for the stability we have here. In America, but we do really pray you'll be with our world, and even that what we talk about tonight will really inspire us to want to make a difference too. So we do pray for the safety of people in Lebanon, and pray for Teresa's mom in a special way that she can get the help she needs. And God, I also just really want to bring Martha Laberge, LaBerge into your arms, God. I know so grateful to see her, but I know she's just really hurting. And uh, and that's okay, we, it's so understandable, and we appreciate her tears and just her being here, And but I do pray that you will encourage her tonight, God. And I know there's a lot of people out with illness, and I know some people are just not doing great spiritually, so I pray you be with them also. We also pray that these fires could end, and that the kids could go back to school, and just the air quality could be better. We just really pray for that. Um, God, just be with all the things that are on our hearts right now. I pray that we could even, in a sense, set them aside just to be encouraged by you, by each other, and by your word. We love you so much and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, I'm excited that we're continuing with our I'm Possible series. And if you weren't here, or just as a reminder from before... (coughs) um, Oh, I went too far. Okay, this is what the inspiration for this series was, a Catherine Hepburn, Audrey Hepburn, excuse me, uh, quote that says, nothing is impossible, the word itself says I'm possible. And I just really hope that each of us can be encouraged that you are so enough with all of your flaws, with all of your imperfections, with um, our challenges that you are enough and you are so very possible. And I love the scripture that Jesus looked at them and said, with man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. And it is amazing that we do serve a God who does the impossible. And I think even all of our own stories are testimonies of the impossible. Um, and so I'm excited. Tonight we're going to be talking about possible to create. And um, I'm going to, I've really enjoyed putting this together, and I hope that it will encourage you. But I think about even tonight we've already been creating something special with the beautiful songs we've been singing to God. That was just a beautiful creation. I, I would sing with Sydney and Kayla any day. <laughs> just uh, so encouraging. But we've also created something special just by being together. I, I really love our women's midweeks. I'm, it's a little bit bittersweet that we're, this is the last one of the year. But I really love the time together, and I love the hugs, and I, I just love the warmth of all of you. And if you think about it, we are, men and women are by nature creators. You know, if we just look around, and I included a couple pictures. So this is the Burj Khalifa. I took, um, Connor, actually, I think, took this picture. This is the tallest building in the world, and we took this picture in Dubai this summer. And, I mean, people are incredible creators, right, building this. And then this is a picture from the top of that building, looking down on the world's largest fountain, And the world's largest mall, which is not in the picture. It's to the left. Literally like a two-mile-long mall that is pretty fabulous. Wow. (laughs) Um, And it's so well organized. Like, they have one whole floor that's just a designer baby and children. Like, one, you know, I'm walking, I'm like, guess, and... um, you know, Gucci and all, but they're all these little baby. (laughs) But anyway, so men and women are creators. And, you know, I love, I put this picture in because I just love when you go to the beach and you see that we have in this, in ourselves, this innate desire. We want to make something and we want to dig and we want to build. And, you know, we obviously, we get that from God. And I, you know, as women, we are great at creating, and I want you to just look at this. You know, we've learned how to make do, make over, make up, make it last, and especially make it fast. (laughs) We can do a lot all at once. So, as women, you are very creative, and, you know, I think it is our desire to make things special and, um You know, our desire to create is a gift from God, and God, the ultimate creator. And I think, you know, we're obviously familiar with the Genesis story, and, you know, I think it's not so much even a completely thorough scientific uh, explanation of creation, but just really about how God is a creator and how he can create something from nothing. And we see that in Genesis, but then we see that, throughout the Bible, God really transforming things. And these are a couple of really encouraging scriptures about creation. And this is God talking in the book of Job. You know, where were you when I laid the earth's foundation while the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy? And that's just a credible image, I think, of the angels shouting for joy when God was creating The universe and the world it's it's pretty amazing and this is in um wait did i skip um yes okay this is in proverbs and this is it's wisdom in a personified way but wisdom speaking about creation and it says i was formed long ages ago wisdom was I was there when he set the heavens in place, when he gave the sea its boundaries. Then I was constantly at his side. I was filled with delight day after day, rejoicing, always in his presence, rejoicing in his whole world and delighting in mankind. And just that image of creation, I think, is just very, very special. And in Isaiah, ooh, what's happening Little preview there, okay, try not to be so quick with that okay for this is in Isaiah for this is what the Lord says, He who created the heavens, he is God, he who fashioned and made the earth, he founded it, he did not create it to be empty, but formed it to be inhabited, and just that God created us, he created the world with joy, he created mankind with joy, and he formed it to be life to the full, to be rich, and for us to be part of all of that. And um, and just that, you know, God made us to also create something beautiful in our own lives and to create alongside him with delight and with joy. And, you know, you create something every day, whether you like it or not. When you get out of bed in the morning, you are creating your day. And, um, and obviously we know that God gives us that day. But each day we have the choice of how we are creating our life for that day. You know, you create a home. You create an environment at work, school. You create a world with the people around you. And so the question I even want you to think about as we're going tonight is, what kind of world are you creating? Are you delighting in it? Are you delighting in mankind? Are you trying to create a life that is full and rich and joyful? Um, And it doesn't have to be perfect. We know only God can be perfect. And this is my picture because Pinterest is not reality for most of us. And this is exactly how, uh, well, definitely how I felt the first December I was here and tried to make cookies for the Christmas cookie thing. And I totally gave up on that. I bring the vegetables or or whatever, because this is how I feel every December, because that is not me. And then this is how Peggy Brock and I feel in the WOW Women group, because the WOW Women are the top pictures, they, we have some incredible women in the Wow Women group that are so creative and so fabulous. And then there's Peggy and I. and we just love them and we are so grateful to know them. But we know our limits too. Um, <laughs> yes, we create other things. You know, but I think sometimes maybe we feel a little bit like this picture. Um, you know, we feel discouraged because we mess up or that we're far from perfect. Um, and maybe sometimes when we mess up or realize how far from perfect we are, maybe that is God helping us be humble and remembering that only he's the perfect creator and only he can make things um, ultimately better. You know, Romans 4:17 says, he's the one who can call things that are not as though they are. And He he is ultimately the creator but what we can do is we can take what we have what God has given us and we can make something beautiful in our world and yet this is hard right because we see so much death destruction sadness I mean the news is it's really so depressing Um, I mean we are praying about Lebanon but obviously there's just riots all over the world right now um, just the economic situations, you know, all the stuff with killings and cops and the race issue and killings at school and this impeachment situation and people we love going through physical and mental illnesses and grief and loss. you know it's it's a it's a tough world we face. And so it's one thing to create when you're in beautiful surroundings. But it's another thing when things are sad or ugly or difficult, um, and that's often where we're at. But I believe that God wants us to create something really beautiful even in those times. So I'm really excited for our main passage tonight, and you can turn there, ooh, can turn there if you want. Um, um, we're going to read further than this. I do have it all up on the screen, too. So if you prefer to just read along there, I'm going to take a quick sip. But um, we're going to look at women who walked with Jesus, and they have really encouraged me and inspired me about what they created. So um, starting in verse 48, When the people who had gathered to witness the sight saw what took place, they beat their breasts and went away. But all those who knew him, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching these things. So this is at the cross. And we started in verse 48, but in verse 46 is when Jesus called out in a loud voice and said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit, and breathed his last. So these were the women who had followed him, cared for his needs, loved him, saw his miracles, his love, his mercy, grace, truth. And what they saw on this day couldn't get much more gruesome, to stand by and watch someone they love be crucified. Um, and, And we know that Jesus got more than most on that day as far as the floggings and all the things he went through. So that's where we pick up with these women. And then going ahead, um, continuing to read in verse 50. It says, Now there was a man named Joseph, a member of the council, a good and upright man, who had not consented to their decision and action. He came from the Judean town of Arimathea, and he himself was waiting for the kingdom of God. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body. Then he took it, took it down, wrapped it in linen cloth, and placed it in a tomb cut in the rock, one in which no one had yet been laid. It was preparation day. The Sabbath was about to begin. Going on. The women who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph and saw the tomb and how his body was laid in it. Then they went home and prepared spices and perfumes. But they rested on the Sabbath in obedience to the commandment. And, you know, they followed and they saw what was going on, and then they went home, not to simply wallow in their sadness, but to create something of beauty and of tenderness out of their grief and out of the depths of their love. You know, and obviously the perfume and spices were part of the Jewish tradition of honoring the dead, but you just get this sense that they felt like, I want to do something. I want to do something special. Um, But I do like to add that then they rested and they obeyed the Sabbath. I I think, as you know, often up here I'm encouraging you to also rest because we need that. And I think we would probably even benefit if we really did live out the Sabbath because we really need that to restore ourselves. So I am am grateful that they did that. Um, But they really were trying to do something special for the one they loved. And, you know, you see that, you know, obviously this was just a horrific situation. But their heart was to do something. You know, they couldn't change it. They couldn't fix it. They couldn't rectify it or stop it. Um, They had watched. They had suffered. But they made plans to do something to to make the situation better. And going on in Luke 24... Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee? The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. I mean, now this is amazing because their action of wanting to do this and wanting to honor, they got to see the angel. They got to be the first one to witness, to be the witnesses that Jesus resurrected. And it's so incredible. You know, I think we need to think about, you know, do we let sadness or hardship keep us and hold us back? You know, do we shy away? I think even sometimes spiritually, some of us aren't as sharp spiritually because we let, we allow hurts or things that have hindered our faith in the past, really stop us from still giving and really giving wholeheartedly. But I just love that, you know, if anyone had some reason to probably just stay home and do nothing, it was these women, but they, they wanted to do something, and they had been with Jesus. And, you know, when, um, when we make the decision to create something to, to counteract the bad, it's like the best of us comes out, and, um, and we get to see the angel. We get to draw near to God. You know I love the scripture that it's better to be in the house of mourning than even in the, the, the feast, the house of feasting, because so many amazing things come even in the house of, of mourning. Um, but you know, I love Romans 12:21. It says, "Don't be overcome by evil." but overcome evil with good. And I think these women are a great example of that. Um, and that's isn't that ultimately why Jesus came into the world? He came to create something good in each of us. He came to help each sinner take their ugly and transform it into something so much more beautiful. And and that is what we are called to do, sisters, to really take what we have and create a more beautiful world around us. And I love this scripture. It's one of my very favorite scriptures. And it's, you know, what Jesus read when he first started his ministry. And, but it's really for us as well. So it says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted for the display of his splendor. You know, and I just want to encourage us that when we do even little things, oh, Isaiah 61, 1 through 3, that when we do even little things, we are making a big difference. And so I, I hope that some of this encourages you that you want to do more to Create this world to be better and I just love this you know to um, the oil of joy you know the garment of praise um, and just that you know oaks of righteousness and you know that's what Jesus came to do in us is to recreate us to take our sin and the sadness and and to make us new creations and that's what we are and so I um, I just hope that you see that even from the series we've been doing, that we are possible to inspire, that we're possible to create, and that we will take what we've been given and really give with our whole hearts. These women really encourage me, that they really gave in in one of their darkest hours. And I, I pray that we will be like that. And I do believe there's so many blessings when we do that, like them seeing the angel. And so now we have a little bit of a special treat in that I asked for some pictures or a few things of some of what you have all created. So we're going to have fun getting to see a few of these things. And you might even be in here and not know it. We'll see. But, um, so, because you were possible. Okay, ooh, ooh, okay. This is Beth's creation of creating something super beautiful for her son and, um, Yes, we'll, we'll clap for everyone at the end because I know we'll all want to clap every time. But this was his Eagle Scout ceremony and just um, just beautiful thing that she made here for him. And, um, oh, gosh, this thing is giving me problems. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is from Kelly Vollmer, and Kelly likes to create special memories. So these were bags she made on their road trip to St. Louis, just to make it memorable. This is her uh, okay. This is her um, creating a special memory with everyone at Star Wars. This is her and Wendy together making something really special. I know they did so much for um, Brooke Meckhamson's shower and just making that so special. Okay. Bev isn't here, but this is the beautiful blanket that Bev made for Riley. And just what a gift, um, the blankets that in creations like that. And isn't Riley just so cute? This is Jasmine making beautiful things with her body. I mean, it's just literally, I look at Jasmine's pictures like this, and it's literally just a work of art, what she can do. With her body. Um, this is her in her competition. Like, wow. Inspiring. Um, but she know it not only creates bit- beautiful art with her body, but these women all create something really beautiful for the moms and sons in the church. And I just love um, year after year and just how this event has even grown in the community. They have... Um, that's some of the minute to win it games, and we just had so much fun bonding that night here's all the here 's all the boys my boy had left, but um, now, this is so special. I just have to okay v j Pinson makes these shoes, and this is for Jordan Baker, his best friend, and he literally paints them, use sharpies like this is phenomenal. And I got like 15 different pictures. I couldn't use them all. But I wanted to highlight this one that he did for um, Jordan. But this one, like, and I'm going to have to try not to cry. But he made this one for Jen Dabney in honor of her brother who passed away. and um, just so special of VJ to do that for her and her brother's initials are all over the shoes and how incredible how incredible so oh okay this you make beautiful trees and i love kelsey's christmas tree every year but a lot of you your homes and how we decorate and what we create and that okay peggy doesn't think she's creative but she makes these blankets to encourage people and i love chris's smile there he's such um, Dawn to Zai on the father-daughter dances. Wow. woohoo! This is one of her favorites. Was it called Enchantment? What was it called, Dawn? Once Upon a Time. Yeah, so these are some pictures. Look at that. Amazing. I, this was when I first got here, and I remember going over and stringing these things from the – I was just like, wow. This is – oh, Peggy, we just talked about you. And she just walked in. Okay, I'm going back. There, You're, look at you creating your blankets. <laughs> now she's leaving. No. Um, okay, back to these beautiful father-daughter events. And then the beautiful shower that some of you sisters just created for Stephanie Domingo. And it, she wanted an ice cream theme, and wow, it was so yummy, too. But look at that beautiful... Beautiful creation. Oh, this I just made, and I'm really not that creative. But my sister makes these little pumpkin succulent things, and I, she had extra succulents, so I bought pumpkins and did the therapy while my, I was taking care of her kids this past week. Um, and Nikki, every year at the festival, I mean, she just creates these incredible things. And not only the Harvest Festival, but these weddings she does. This is one of the backdrops, another backdrop. And this made me think Vivian made something very similar to this, and I I just am, like, blown away by the talent of all of you. Um, Kelly Hernandez is a photographer. It's one of her favorite pictures. Look at those beautiful girls, um, so young. And this is one of her favorite family, like, Photos of her family. Okay, if you're ever at the Dabney's, they make some incredible food and a lot of meat. This is the steaks that, that Rick made and Scott was just like in heaven. But what a special thing to create, um, the hospitality. Okay, um, Jessica made this beautiful cake for Brookshower, right? Was it Brookshower? So beautiful the cookies okay now we're getting into the cookies december is coming so watch out this is jessica's cookies jasmine's cookies jasmine's cookies um ooh daisies i mean look at the time spent i it's just amazing to me um and carly carly is just one of the most phenomenal bakers i I, I, she needs like a whole portfolio for, um, but this is some of her cookies. Martha's Martha every year. Uh, I I am so impressed. Um, there was a Pinterest example of this one, and that that was what I tried to make the first year I made. <laughs> what was it? I was trying to do some kind of snowman something, and it just did not work. Um, this is Sean picking up trash for the homeless and having them pick up their trash so their living environment um, outside could be a little cleaner. Um, Sean, feeding people, street life, what a beautiful thing to do. Okay, Sue Hernandez in her baby books, unbelievable. This is one she made for Riley in every page. I mean, it um is so intricate. Okay, why isn't it? Oh, there, okay. Um, Just incredible, incredible, these books. Okay, and then Stephanie Burial, and I'm actually going to have her come up. Stephanie Burial, if you haven't seen her, she's on the cover of The Desert Sun for these things she makes. They're called yarn bombs, right? You can come on up. So I'm going to show you, and I just love that this precious sister of ours and such a dear friend to me, you know, and she, her job situation changed, and she. I'm going to have her tell you, but she wanted to make her community in DHS um, more beautiful. So I'll show you a few pictures, and then we'll let her show you. So that's one she recently did, another one, um, another one. Breast Cancer Awareness, I'm guessing, the pink, um, this one. And so I'm going to have Stephanie share for a couple minutes, and then we're going to – oh, wow, it's still even so early. You might even get more rest. Isn't that a good thing? So I'm going to have Stephanie share for a minute or two, and then Wendy will come up, and then um, we'll close out, and maybe you can – I think – Maybe let's pair up in twos or threes and share something that hit you or pray. But like I said last, do something spiritual, okay? Like fellowship after. Take at least five minutes to talk about the lesson or pray about things that are on your heart that maybe tonight stirred and then have fellowship and and be on your way. But I give you Stephanie Burial.
1: Okay, so... I'm going to hold this up, but uh, I'm going to lay her on the floor so you can see her because holding her up, you won't see her as well. But this is a Proverbs 31 woman. So Danielle asked me to share, and I'm probably going to get emotional. <laughs> um, I quit my job in January, and she talked about mourning um, and being in grief. Well, I was mourning. It's ridiculous to mourn a job, but I was mourning quitting my job. So I was home, and the first month that I was home, I read like because I had I'm I'm pretty I read a lot and. With this job that I had, I was working about 50, 55 hours a week. And I had no time to read (laughs) while I was working. So the first month I read, I think I read 24 books in a month. Then the second month I was home. um, I was watching more TV. I was binge watching. And then I was watching the news. And I was, um, I don't know, there was a number of things that happened. Uh, One was a school shooting which we hear about all the time now, it seems like. Um, the other thing was um, I saw a talk show with a yarn bomber on the talk show and didn't think anything of it at all. I just thought, oh, okay, whatever, <laughs> you know. And then, um, then I started to see promos for uh, that show, The Village. Has anyone seen that show, The Village? Okay, well, they have a, a commercial for that show, and in the promo they had – Um, one of the characters is a yarn bomber and she has this huge heart um, that was attached to a fence and so I was sitting there and I was like that looks like it's crocheted and then I was like it is crocheted and then I thought you know that would be a good way to spread um, messages of positivity one of the reasons I quit my job was because I was working in a somewhat toxic work environment And I got tired of it. So I wanted to spread messages of positivity. And so, I don't know, it just started to all come together. And I feel like it's just God. Really, it's just God. And one of the things, one of the ones that I did that, one of the yarn bombs I did that Danielle didn't show was um, kids um, linked together. I put it up at a school, and um, it said, love each other. And so with this one here, I'm going to put her up right down the street from where I live, hopefully if I get the permission, and put a banner above her that says she is, and then her words will be spread out on her skirt. So um, it's just my way of spreading positivity, positivity um, and God's word, you know, because people aren't always exposed to it, and this is a different way of exposing them to God's word and trying to send a message out there that people should love each other especially in my community because well you know DHS gets a bad rap that's where I live and so I get tired of the negativity the news reports around where I live and there's a lot of positive people there um, I've met so many positive people around this like just people I've never would have met had i still been working and um i'm gra- i'm super grateful for that the other thing is oh i got to share i got to share one thing <laughs> okay so last friday i was up putting up the big uh emoji i was up putting the emoji and i get so excited when i'm going to go put something up that um i forget to take water with me and i was so i walked outside and i was like Oh, it's not that hot. I'll be okay. So this took about maybe an hour and 20 minutes to put up. And so while I was doing that, it got hot because the, the sun really beats down on you at that location. And so I was like, God, God. You know, it would be so great because I had like four or five people stop and say, I love your work. Thank you for putting this up. Thank you for making the community um, nicer to look at. People stop when I'm putting this stuff up. So I was like, Lord, can you just have somebody stop and, you know, just bring me some water, please? (laughs) You are not going to believe this. That was my prayer and literally... Maybe two minutes after I said it in my head, somebody stopped. And they didn't offer me water, though. He stopped and goes, I love what you're doing for the community. He goes, um, he tells me I love your work. And, you know, he goes on. And then he says, "Uh, me and my family own that restaurant that just opened on Pearson. And I was like, oh, I've been wanting to try that place. It's called Delicia's or something like that. I can't, I don't really know how to pronounce it but um so so he goes uh yeah I said I've been wanting to try it and he says he he goes he goes I want you to come in today I want you he goes I want to um give you a meal so he not like I was like really and he goes yeah he goes after you're done putting that up he goes you come over and I'll let my staff know and I want to give you a meal and I was like okay. He goes, you better come. And I said, okay. I said, okay, I will. So, um, um, God's done even just things like that. I feel like God has done some amazing things. If I think back to where I was at the beginning of the year, um, when I quit my job, I was so sad. Literally, I was crying every day because, I felt like it was a decision that I didn't really want to make, that I was forced into making. And so um, I, it, did, it felt like I, I was mourning my job. <laughs> as dumb as that sounds, I was mourning that job. And so, um, but this has helped me um, really not focus so much on that, but to focus on something else. And so I'm super grateful that I may, I love it when people say, your stuff makes me smile. I pass by your work and it just gives me something to smile about. I get that all the time, especially when I'm starting to put up something new. People stop and say, oh, I love your work. And, you know, it's not so much about the accolades. I love hearing that some, I made somebody smile, you know, and So um, this one, Danielle said, would you bring something in today? And I'm like, okay. So I was working on this, and I was like, I I had the idea for a Proverbs 31 woman because I saw a Bible journaling thing on Pinterest. (laughs) And I like um, bullet journaling. I haven't done Bible journaling so much, but I saw it, and it was beautiful, and it was around this Proverbs 31 woman. And so – that's what this is modeled after and so i was like i want to do one of those and i want to hang it up on a fence and i want i want women to be encouraged i want the community to be encouraged and so that's that's why i'm doing this and even though i you know i i get so blessed just from the comments from people in my community and hey if it works out it works out i feel like god has I've always heard from other people, "You are so creative," and I'm like, ah, "It's nothing, <laughs> you know, it's nothing." I I I kind of downplay it, and so that's not the reason I do that, though. That's not the reason. I feel like God's given me a gift, and I'm just using it, you know. So that's why I do it. So that's my share, and I just that's my share. <laughs> And to add one more thing, this year has been crazily amazing. Even though I've quit work, it's been crazily amazing.
2: When he closes the door, he opens a great big window, doesn't he? Um, Well, gosh, I have to follow that. (laughs) Not nearly that inspiring, but I still love what I do. So I... Recently started doing a, um, started a new hobby called acrylic pore painting, if you know what that is, and I started watching videos on YouTube. I'm like, that looks like fun. I could do that. I have some of those supplies right now. Let me just go mess around and start playing around with it. Well, it kind of took over my kitchen and my dining room, and my family was very patient. Carly's nodding. So I went to Aki and I bought a little rolly cart, and I condensed everything on it, so I have to pack everything up on the cart. And then I then I roll the card over and I take it all out. Um, and so I brought a couple of pieces today. I just dropped somebody's Bible on my toe. So this one, I don't know if you can see it. It's epoxy, so it's glossy. This is one of my favorite ones. I love green and blue. This one's called a um, this one's called a flip cup. So what you do is you. You mix your paint, you layer them in a cup, or you just pour them in a cup. There's different kinds of cups. There's a dirty cup. There's a clean cup. There's all this lingo that I had to learn, and um, and then there's different techniques. You can pour it out. You can blow it with a hair dryer. You can flip the cup and just pull the pull the cup up and then move it around. So there's lots of really fun things. So there's that one, and then this one is purple. I don't know if you can see these, and there'm and so here's my little piece of um, joy that I get from this um, It's therapeutic first of all and I figured out why it was so therapeutic for me because I feel that acrylic pore painting is a metaphor for life I know that sounds really deep but <laughs> it is for me. So what you do is you have in mind what you want to do and you pick your colors and you kind of you're thinking about what it might look like and what you would like. So you plan and then you prep. You mix all your paint. You work towards it. You pour it all in there. Right? And then this one was a flip cup. So I literally put the put, literally put, it, put the cup on there and then flipped it and then waited for the paint to run out and then I lifted the cup up and I moved it around. So you have in your mind what you want and you plan for it but then the time comes and you just have to flip that cup. It's, it's go time, right? You flip the cup And then you're kind of waiting And you don't know what is going to happen when you lift the cup up You don't know what you're going to get You think you know because you planned But it's happening in real time So you pull the cup up and you get what you get Now, you got it And you can adjust it a little bit You can like move it around You can get a straw and blow it You know, there's different things that you can, you can add a little dab of paint here and there. You can adjust it, but it's basically, basically you get what you get, and that's what life is like. We plan, we prepare, and then it's go time, and it is what it is, and we adjust as we go, and that's just sort of what life is like. So these are um, little um, metaphors for life for me, and I'm going to give these away tonight. So I hope you like them as much as I do. So I thought, well, who has a birthday? So I pulled up my newsletter. No birthdays today. Joel Arnold is tomorrow, but he's not here. And he's not a girl. So, okay. So today's the 23rd. So yesterday was Michelle Vasquez's birthday. Is Michelle here? She's not here. You must be present to win. Okay. Come to church on your birthday, right? Come to church on your birthday. Okay, so... Um, In two days, is Claudia Castillo's birthday? Is Claudia here? Oh, okay. Let me go to spiritual birthdays. Hang on. Hang on. I got a list. I'm looking who's the closest to today. Okay. um. Okay. Let me look, see if there's anybody today. Okay. So we don't have any. Well, Aaron Domingo's spiritual birthday is today. Tyrone's is tomorrow. Lulu, is Lulu here? She's here. Come and pick one out. You get to pick first. Okay, and then, let's see, going back. Okay, the 21st, April Rubio. Is April here? She's not here. Oh, man. Which one do you you want? This one. You want the green one? Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Okay. I know. I know. Let's see. Man, all these boys. Okay. Let me go back to birthdays. Twenty third. Janet? Is Janet here? Oh. I'm getting to Peggy. I'm getting to Peggy. There's method to my madness. I'm okay, I'm trying to get as close. It is Peggy Ventura. You're a winner, you're a winner. I'm so surprised. <laughs> it took a while. I didn't think it was gonna be that hard. Can't even give my art away. <laughs> so, um, so that's just my little thing that I started doing this summer. It's really fun. My husband said, what are you going to do with all those? I'm like, give them away. So Carly said she would start a little Etsy shop for me, but she's got to do that because I don't know how to do that. So thank you so much. for What an inspiring and fun and just another way to really look at the gifts that God's given us and how we can be giving to people around us, and hopefully we've had some creative sparks happening out there and how we can give to God and to his people. So, amen.